Hello, you're tuned in to The Witch Wavelength, that magical vibe in the form of music, ideas and practices, creations and conversations, all about living a magical life. I'm Sheena Cundy, author, songwriter and Essex witch, and I'm joined in the studio by Mr Ian Cundy, my co-hosting husband. Hello, pleasure to be here, Sheena. Nice to have you here. I know, it's great, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's good to be in the studio again, and uh, we've got a good episode today. Yeah, what number is it today? What number episode? Uh, I think it? we're up to 29. 29? Yeah, number 29, so, yeah. Interesting. Is it? Well, numerolo- numerologically, yes, it is, because 29, you reduce it down to, well, you add it up first of all, so 9 and 2 is 11, Yeah. and then you bring that, then you add that up again, one and one is two. Right. You always reduce it to a single digit. I see, yeah. Yeah. And two, the number two, is all about duality. Oh, okay. And, and of course, that's totally apt for this episode because it's, yeah, yin and yang. Yeah, what, like you and me. Male and female. Like male and female. Yeah, I suppose it is. You and I. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> Us too. Yeah. No, but that, that is a. It, it does. It's very much the theme um, of my conversation with um, Bob Hillary, who is our guest today. Bob's a musician and an author, and he has spent the last six months and is still living in his camper van. And he's in Portugal. Oh, brilliant. But he's originally. He's, he's English. He's from Britain. Yep. So. Um, and so, yeah, so we had a great, great chat, Bob and I, about, you know, music, writing, life in general. And, um, yeah, he's on a real healing journey, is Bob. And, um, but, no, it's it's good listening. And you've done a great job with the edits because it wasn't <laughs> an easy one, was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it never makes it easy. I mean, and I can understand uh, he is living in a camper van, um, travelling around Portugal um, and just sort of doing it on his mobile phone. So, you know, you, 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 you got the signal sort of fluctuating a little bit. But, you know, it's that's uh, it's life. That's what it's all about. Yeah, no, you've, you've done a good job with the editing. Um, so hopefully... If you're listening, it, it's it's a little bit it, it fluctuates. Yeah, it does go in and out at times with Bob's voice, but but I think you've done a good job, and we've we've brought we've brought him brought him up to us, brought him to life. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into the chat. And here's Bob in Portugal. Right, Bob. Welcome to the Witch Wavelength. <laughs> Finally, you've made it on the show. <laughs> yeah, we've only been trying to make this happen for a lot, what, two years? Hello! <laughs> Hello. Hey, we made it, yay! Hello, <laughs> great, yeah, put the flags out. Anyway, you're a musician, you're out in Portugal, you're in your, what, in a camper van? I've been living in my camper van for six months now. I'm living, okay. I've been travelling around, exploring, I'm basically exploring the new earth. Uh, which is essentially like exploring alternatives to our current society um, that's on offer. And um, I've been exploring living in eco-villages and communities. And I've been writing a book. I came out here also with a mission to write a book, my second book, um, which is called, going to be called, uh, A Handbook for a New Earth. And it's going to be basically a book about how we how we create the new earth, how and how we step into it, like how we actually do it, not how we talk about it, because we've been talking about it for years, lots of us. But this is a book about how to actually do it, because I feel okay. it's time. Okay, okay. Well, can we come back to your books? Because you've written another book, haven't you? You wrote Simplify a few years ago. Can we come back to your books in a minute? But what I want to to start on because obviously on the witch wavelength i'm always fascinated by how magic expresses itself in people's lives you know and you're a musician like me and you know i'm sure that you feel the same way as i do about music that it's a great way to express you know it's, it's a magical act isn't it music um 
And so I want to talk about your music to start with, all right? Um, because I'm sure, did the music, what came first, the music or the writing? Or did they both kind of start at the same time? My first English teacher when I was like seven years old, he gave me a report and I was pretty rubbish at all the other subjects, but the English teacher was like, Robert, my name's Robert, I'm the Bob, Bob's just my nickname. And he said, Robert, Robert has a, Robert is a very talented writer and he, I see a future him for him in, in, in the writing field. And that was at seven years old. And then I remember at the same school when I was about maybe nine, the headmaster's son who's in my class, he, he got bought an electric guitar for his birthday. And, and I, I was like, oh my God, I've got an electric guitar. So it was super young. And I remember I asked him if I could play it. And I, uh, I'm, he said, yes. And I took the guitar and Marshall amp into the math room. And I turned the volume up to 10. And I didn't know what I was doing. Never played an instrument before. And I just remember playing this Fender Stratocaster with the Marshall amp turned up to 10. At, at nine years old. I was probably eight years old, actually. And just being like, oh, my God. Like, and I just remember my whole body just being in an almost like euphoric orgasmic state just because i was like this is music this is what this is what music feels like it's literally pumping through my body and i'm filling the whole math room which is a pretty dark place the math teacher was this total psychopath he used to beat us with with long rulers and sticks and stuff yeah yeah for sure and um, um yeah what a great memory Filling the whole map room with this energy. That was my literally my first experience playing music, and and then okay, and then, that, that instigated you to initiated you into into playing. You did you learn to play the guitar then? Um, basically, when I, I went to a second school, I went to a horrible boarding school. Really, 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 actually horrific experience. Um, post, post school. Oh, that shit's called Chris Martin from Coldplay. We, we were we were like best mates, and we were we had the two bands in the school. So the uh, the first incarnation of Coldplay, which is a band called Bunga, when we were like sixteen, that was his band. And then I had another band called Funky Haddock, and his band were way better than mine. And then he got then they got signed about two years later when when he was about twenty one. I think they got signed as Coldplay. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, yeah, basically, I got really badly bullied at that school, and it was a pretty traumatic experience anyway. So music became like my my channel and my escape. Because nothing around me made a jit of sense. Like, I, sat, I think it was, I can't remember how many boys, I think it was like 900 boys. No women, no girls, all, don't even get me started. So yeah, I, I, I disappeared into music, started aged about 13, 14. And I never came out, and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and basically, I started channeling, channeling my feelings into songs. So, yeah, I... it's a great way to express express yourself, isn't it? Creatively through music. Yeah. So, and and I was looking today at your your Bandcamp page, and you've you've done you know you've recorded quite a lot of of, of albums haven't you over time when did you first start recording music um well my first recording was i found out a mate of mine told me there was this particular type of um cassette so there was a sony there was a sony stereo you could buy back when we were using tapes seems like a long time ago it was a long time ago and he told he, he told me there's this trick you can do that you're not supposed to but you can where if you press double record on each take deck, you can layer tracks on top of each other on tape. And I started playing with it, and it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Again, I think I was about 15, 14. And what I started doing, because I, I grew up on a farm, and um, I, what I started doing was start, I started going out on the farm um, with this cassette player, cassette recorder and I started recording like bird songs and like river trickles and then I started layering 
these sounds and then recording acoustic guitar, which I could play not very well back then. And then I started layering these tracks and that was the first, that was the first attempt, which was quite sweet. And then when I was about 21, I bought like a four track little Tascam recorder and I started playing more with like layering sounds and like really honing my songwriting. And then I did a like a music technology, uh, like a music production course in Scotland. I was in Edinburgh. And then I got really, I really deep into that. It was like a two or three year um, mini degree. And then I got really into it. And then, and then I started this amazing band. I was in a really great band called The Roughness. Some of you guys might remember, don't know. It was a while back. And, and then we built our own recording studio. And we, we got signed and we had this amazing journey where we were traveling all over England and Europe. Basically, like literally selling out shows. And it was a really amazing time. I was like absolutely in my prime. I was like 23. And it was really exciting. And I learned from that. That's really what set me up for my sort of so-called career as a musician. Like that, that that experience with that band it was a seven-year journey and we made we made it was just i learned everything through that experience what sort of music was it bob what genre was it it was like we had a live breakbeat drummer so it's like this guy would play like on a drum kit like live drum and bass beats but on a kit on a live drum kit then we had like a dub reggae bass player and i and then we was playing my song and then we had like an amazing genius synthesizer player, and we had a trumbo, we had a trumpet player, and a fiddle player, and wow. um, a neon vocals and guitar. And so it's this really juicy, very exciting fusion of like drum, like live drum bass and breakbeat with with dub reggae and like psychedelic psychedelic sounds but basically all backing my songs um it was really cool and we made some really exciting music and yeah it's an exciting time and that's why we used to sell out all these shows because we were generally a really exciting band you know we were also like 23 and you know supercharged full of energy and but we 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 did well we had a seven year run and that's, we really rocked that's good it. isn't it we really rocked it Okay. And then it ended and it was a seven year journey, seven year cycle. And then I started my sort of solo career in inverted commas. And I made my first album, which is called Nature's Pace in Scotland. When I was, I was up there for 11 years, my whole twenties, made a beautiful album in a beautiful out in the wilds, out in the hills. Um, I'm really proud of that album. And then, and then I met my wife and we moved south to Brighton. And that was in 2012. We made a really, really cracking album called Love. Because um, I was in love. <laughs> yeah. And trying to spread the vibration of love in that pivotal, important year of 2012. And, I mean, we're going to play some of your music um, today. Um, but I like it. I really like your music. And, and I thought a good one to start with would be Magic. Because... You know, it's quite apt for the for this episode. Um, so, what can you tell us about about this this track, Magic? Um, How old? Is I you? wrote it possibly a little bit linked to a magic mushroom experience in oh, my twenties. Right. Okay, yeah. We used to go to these wild, epic beaches in Scotland, and sometimes take magic mushrooms. Sometimes not and we, we were really into having bonfires wildfires on the beach and dancing and i was really falling in love with nature at that time aged about 24 25 and this these words came out of song um that's like all about like I, I was also i guess on some level i was also discovering magic and what it is and there's a lot of it in scotland because it's a very wild place mm. and and then this, these words came through, and it's like try to find, trying to try to find a little magic in your life, um, trying to find the peace. I was also, 
oh yeah, the second line is trying to find the peace that's your own mind. So at that point in my life, I was just, like, just beginning to discover spirituality and yeah. meditation, and, and I was realizing that my this busy, busy monkey mind was maybe not the way it has to be. So, and I was discovering like the first inklings of what it could be can be to have a peaceful mind mm. so and that's now really something that's really even more pivotal in yeah who i am and and considering you you know by contrast what you were saying at the beginning about you know you 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 had to move out there or you you know you find it difficult living over here um I think you'll agree, won't you, really, that it doesn't really matter where you are, does it? If you're not in the right headspace, um, you need to be You need to be in that place first, don't you? You need to find that peace within, um, regardless of your environment, um, in order to be peace, peaceful on the outside. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. Um... It's an inside job. Yeah, yeah. Peace is an inside job. And we have to, you know, we have to really delve within. Yeah. And I think these days a lot of us are being given very little choice but to delve within. You know, like the ex life on the external is, is really pushing us, um, especially in the whole COVID era, to really, to really dive within because everything on the outside just looks like such a flipping mess. So when things don't look... When things don't make on make sense on the outside, there's only one place to go, and that's within. Because yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, well, shall we shall we have a little bit of music? Let's play magic and um, and have a break and listen to this, and then we'll we'll come back afterwards. Because I love this track; I think it's lovely.
okay really enjoyed that bob <laughs> um <laughs> and and it's great that you know you're getting a bit of airplay because um you know we us creators we rely don't we on on visibility and and getting our work out there isn't isn't an easy thing to do is it i think you'd agree on that won't you but what do you find with your music do you find it easy to how, how do you find you know marketing yourself bob because it's it can be it can be a difficult thing can't it i don't particularly enjoy it but I, what i do enjoy is bringing through a message um, and i the what i'm finding these days is i feel like you know this you know this phrase like the hollow bone like be the hollow bone like like this sort of shamanic um yeah yeah uh, uh concept of being a hollow bone so we can clear ourselves out from the inside like what we were just saying about doing the inner work we can clear we can clear ourselves out from the inside so that we're a hollow bone yeah. so that we then allow great spirit that we allow spirit to come through us and that turns me on like not i'm not dummy sexually i mean i mean being a channel for spirit is is what turns my soul on and it what it's what makes me want to live frankly and when i'm able to do that yeah it, i just get this yeah. full soul full soul yes and those moments I, like you know when you're performing right and like we had these moments on the stage, we can have these moments on stage, mm. especially at a good gig, where things go really well, where we we become the hollow bone and we and we we hit we hit the magic, right? With the magic comes through us, and it's like whoa, and the whole audience mm. is feeling it, and we're feeling it, and these are the moments like that that I live for, and and I'm trying to make those moments now like a day to day reality because life is orgasmic <laughs> like we're we're taught that life is like you know that we're, you know suffering and struggling and oh you know and they're ramping it up these days the matrix is you know really not it's trying to make life really difficult for us because it doesn't want to lose control and that's why it's putting up all the bills and the Fuel prices and the food prices because it's it knows it's flipping losing its game. Um, so where am I going with this? Yes, orgasmic. Like what I'm starting to realize, even just yesterday, I'm like, oh my god! Like I've been taught this, I've been conditioned and programmed to believe, especially in my flipping all boys boarding school, that, that life is really hard. And that you have to work non-stop every hour of the day just to get anything done, and that's what we all do in England, isn't it? And so you can't do anything different because you'd be a weirdo. I'm enjoying being the weirdo and actually finding a whole lot more truth away from that ridiculous program that says slave for the man and 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 stifle your happiness in the process because that's what we all do isn't it so just toe the flipping line and be another human and that's what i'm breaking right now and it's not easy but i'm starting to realize that life can be really orgasmic if we allow it to be and when we can let full source energy move through us on a daily basis and then our lives can become about being in service and that's what i mine that's what i my intention is to do with my life and how to use my music in that manner which is why i made an album just recently called sacred because i because i feel like the powers that be are attempting to destroy what's sacred on mother earth and i'm not just going to stand by and watch that happen and I want to alert others to find an alternative way. And that's 
for me it's called the new earth it's also why i'm writing a book about how we create the new earth because i really feel like it's time to start creating what we want in place of what we don't want and we're seeing a lot of what we don't want right now and i'm particularly seeing that in england and i want something different how about you guys like you know is it time now to start actively creating a world that we do want or are we going to continue to suffer in in in, in pain in this ridiculous outdated construct that will have us working and grinding away just to pay the man forever and i believe that it's time to create that alternative now not tomorrow now like <laughs> it's time i'm feeling it deeply can you tell <laughs> yeah and we're going to play we're going to play your your sacred um the sacred track off of your album but first of all just before we get to that can we talk about your first book because you've mentioned the book you're writing at the moment which yes i'd love to talk about but what about your first book called simplify which was published um, with watkins wasn't it when was that published bob was that a few lockdown. years ago now oh, you got it. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah yeah i've got the book I th i'm sure i wrote i'm sure i wrote you a review somewhere a couple of years ago um, but I love I love this book because in the front you've got um, 20 tips to simplify and um, and connecting with nature every day is one of those. Do you, and I'm assuming that you do that because you live in a camper van. So it's hard not to um, block off the technology. How do you feel about technology now since you've written this book? Because you were quite, you know, um, I, I agree with with what you say about technology. You know, I think that it's um, we need to get a handle on it. We need to get the balance right. It's all about balance, isn't it? But how do you feel about that that now, or any of the the things in this book that you've written um, since 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 you wrote it? Because obviously um, you had quite sort of strong opinions and ideas about about living, and um, does that still hold with you, or has that changed at all? I'm quite, I can be quite an extreme per person and that some of that does come from my like traumatic schooling. I'll, I'll own that. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I've like basically been a healing some kind of a form of like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder from that schooling experience, which is, by the way, the same experience that all our leaders <laughs> go through. On some level, I actually believe that we might actually be our our world is possibly is being run by a bunch of men with chronic post traumatic stress disorder. Except no one really knows about it, which is why all these bizarre decisions get made because these people are incredibly, incredibly messed up. And I've had what 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 do you what are you doing about i mean ha, have you like you say you're you're continually being sort of redirected to, to to turn inward you know to to find your own healing within um how what what have you been using what kind of methods do you use to you know do you use meditation do you use yeah. yoga I mean, because you talk about that in, in like, the book I spend, i'm 44 now I've basically since mm. I was about twenty-five. I've basically been on this like, like mission of waking up, basically of becoming like a, I've had like a massive spiritual awakening, mm. and it's I went from being very unconscious to from taking you know drinking on the weekends, booze, binge drinking, taking drugs, you know, all that stuff that is can be semi-normalized to being like. I don't want to do that anymore. I, anyway, long story short, yes, I spent the last 15 years exploring alternatives and learning about different things like yoga, meditation, vipassana, plant medicines, herbalism, reiki, shamanism, huge part of my journey over the last 10 years, massive. And then basically I got to a point um, a couple of years ago where I'm like, I had this download of actually on my honeymoon. 
had this download, this whispering, quite a loud voice to my head says, you're going to write a book and it's going to be called How to Stay Sane in a World Going Mad. I'm like, you what? And it's like, yeah, that's the title. I was like, what? Who are you? What are you whispering? What is this voice whispering in my head? And it was Source. It was Spirit. And, and it also told me it, it, the book's going to find a major publisher. And I was like, yeah, right. And 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 then I sat down there and then it, and it, this voice said, and here's the first chapter. I said, right. But first chapter introduction. And then I was bonkers. And then I found the next is bringing through this book all as like downloads, like spiritual downloads of basically like everything that I've been discovering that's working for me in terms of my healing and then putting it, writing it down in a really sort of like sharp, snappy, funny, humorous, upbeat little handbook for people who want to help themselves um, heal and make sense of these times. And that's what the book is. Um, um. Yeah, it's a great, I, I love it. I, I think it's really quirky. And do you know how I, I mean, I don't know. I what did other it as an audio book. Is, book I, I is it an e-book? It, which was fun. Um, as well yeah 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 oh you've you've got an audio book of it because yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say i can that. see it working really well as an audio book that's on audible yeah amazon audible. so is that's on audible is it uh, i don't think the audio book i don't think hardly anyone knows that doing, about it wise is that love for more people to to um go and buy it. it's great i spent a whole winter narrating it oh, i yeah. had a lot of fun really getting it really right like bringing it through with with the right energy, so I did it really. I think I did it quite well. So, so yeah, okay. if you're interested, go you know right. go, go download. It. I think it costs nothing. It's like three or four quid or something. And I love the little drawings in the print copy. They're they're really quite. Who wrote? Who did the drawings? A really, really beloved friend of mine, a sister called Rosie. She she's one of my best men friends in Scotland. She's a genius cartoonist. She. She she basically illustrated the book with all these. Yeah, it's really it's good. They're genius, aren't they? They're amazing. Yeah, it's good. Um, but no, I think it's a great book, um, Bob. And and you know, it should be there should be more visibility for it in the marketplace. I agree. Well, it's funny. It came out literally three weeks before the first lockdown, so I had a year's worth of uh, speaking event lined up for the book, which was going to be the promotional promo none of them happened so the book got the book got the book published like released basically got completely dummied is that a word by the lockdown so it didn't go out there the subject matter is still very current i mean why don't you resurrect I, I agree, and I'm, I'm you know you could you could yeah. start going out and doing talks and you know get into bookshops and are you still in touch with watkins yeah i am um no, absolutely, I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking just about to start talking then about my second book, but um, okay. it's it's going in America quite well. But um, uh, I I would also love to express that um, you know, if if any any of you guys are sort of intrigued by the, what we're talking about, this this little book of mine, like um, I'm also finding it pretty tough to exist um financially right now which is why i'm living in a van in portugal and i i i am planning to come back to england but i'm also like can i make it work financially um so i'm not doing this as a poor me thing but i'm also want to express that as grassroots musicians which there are a lot of us in england it's not easy man people aren't buying music really mm. like they used to anymore i don't think people, i think spotify is made made this idea that music is free and, and well how does that leave me how does where does that leave us where does that leave the musicians music is not free i just spent um twelve thousand pounds recording my new album sacred music is not for free like it mm. you know if if we again and not doing it for me but if if we don't support grassroots music mm. then grassroots music will disappear yeah and then but we'll just be left with a consumer corporate you know pop drivel world which is probably also what they're trying to do and i've also heard that that's partly why they've created spotify um is is in a deliberate deliberate attempt to target 
grassroots musicians so they don't get paid so they fall away so all that's left is the corporate music world which is basically so that there's no alternative um message coming through in the world really okay. interesting okay um, well let's 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 hear your message um musically at the moment let's play sacred because um it's a good track and then you can tell us a bit more about your <clears throat> excuse me your your new book afterwards and we can get more into where you are now in your mind here's sacred <laughs> Life is good when we're living connected. Life is so good when we're living in the flow. So oh, let's kick back, try to find a new direction. This is it. Here we go Yeah, we're laughing again Give it out Take it in Bring it back To the sacred Give it out Take it in Bring it back To the land
So yeah, I love listening to that actually. Sacred, it's good. It's a good song. Um, so okay, Bob. So you wanted to talk about um, not exactly the witch wound, but and not exactly your wounds, <laughs> but um, on a deep level. Although I know they do go deep, don't they? Because I mean, you obviously are carrying those psychic wounds from the past. Um, yeah, you know, and have been carrying them for a long time. But you, you were talking about that you have discovered um, through through witchcraft or through you know the art of magic um, or some magical arts um, forms of healing which have helped you. So, do you want to talk a bit more about that? Um, I would imagine that. Like, Is that right? Have I got that right? Yeah, I would imagine that. Your listeners are somewhat interested in the ways of the witch. <laughs> of course, yeah. And I thought it might be interesting for some of you, 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 you lovely people listening to this, to hear and to also be aware that um, as some of us men are also very much becoming aware of the archetype of the witch and i thought you might be interested to hear briefly a little bit of what i'm experiencing as a man right now and also my journey out here in portugal has basically been all about the witch um as soon as i got here um i, I hit the border in my camper van i literally drove in the border and I went into the mountains. I just followed a random track. And as soon as I stopped, I got this message like, get your drum, go and walk and drum. So I did. This is, I just got to Portugal day one and I started drumming and these extraordinary voices started coming through me. And I was like, whoa, what are these like really high pitched, like wailing, very, and that was the start of it. And basically, over this journey in Portugal that I've been on, I've become, I've, I, I am understanding that I am connecting with the ancient, old, female, the the witch um, ancestors of this land. And this land used to be the land of the goddess. Like they used to worship the goddess here. So everywhere you go, still in Portugal, you will see shrines and statues, statues carved into the rock of enormous goddesses, not kings, goddesses, powerful women. And the, 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 the witch culture is still actually very strong here in this land. Okay. So there's something here that I've been drawn to and I've been also working with women. I do a lot of work with um, men's circles and women's circles. And I've been connecting with women around um, helping them to heal their inner witch. Um, young women um, who are like, you know, medicine women who don't quite know, you know, because I'm a little bit older, they're like, I, I connect with these people and it's like we're being brought together to help each other. It's been fascinating. So long story short, um, as, a, as a man right now in these times, I am learning and experiencing directly like what the witch is fully. And I'm making it my work. And I'm also singing about it. I just wrote a song called Sacred Feminine, which is about the returning of the witches. <laughs> I love to sing it, and I often sing it for women, and often women cry when they hear it because they're, they are so moved that a man is... Uh, yeah, and this is quite big, I, I feel. the um, And it's also really extraordinary as a man to be having this stuff shown to me um and it's uh, yeah it's like wow and here we are on a witch podcast um 
Yeah. Um, and what do you what do you think about because obviously, you know, from what I'm hearing of your saying, you're talking about the divine feminine, aren't you? The sort of opening up to to the nurturing, caregiving, sort of um, intuitive, our intuitive nature, which all of us have, you know, but also what do you think about the divine masculine? Because obviously the divine feminine is, is, can live in any gender, you know, and does, you know, and, and exist within all genders. Um, but what about the divine masculine? Because the, the divine feminine is getting a lot of press, isn't she? at the moment for the reasons you've you've given really but what about the divine masculine how do you feel about that because i don't you know i don't hear a lot about that um because there has to be balance doesn't there do you think i you know what i i'm really looking forward to hearing more about this um and they're becoming more of a more a bit more awareness and talk about the divine masculine because you're right it has got a little bit out of balance and, and let's face it with good reason because we've been living in the patriarchy for yeah yeah forever. i get that yeah we're coming out of the patriarchy for a lot of people like oh yawn let's get away from this male dominated nonsense and you know get back to the feminine and welcome her back but i'm really glad that you mentioned this and i feel really honored also that you are because i think this is why a lot of a lot of us men are possibly having having quite a strong time at the moment because we're I speak for myself, but I'm you know, I'm doing some hefty healing work right now. Mm. Um to find my power cleanly, you know, not from the ego. Uh and to really to really be able to step up and make a difference, but not mm. be one uh, yet another one of those egotistical man who's you know saying he's all spiritual and he's got this message but actually you know behind closed doors he's you know you hear all these stories of gurus and they're you know sh sh sleeping with loads of women and you know there's loads of dodgy stuff around money and this is not the divine masculine you know this is the this is the patriarchy still in disguise in a spiritual cloak and you know that that we don't want to touch it with a barge fall, which is why I don't go near gurus. Um, but yeah, we need the men, sisters. Tell us about your your new book, and you know the, how's that going? What's how, are you are you at the beginning of it? Are you halfway through it? Are you at the end of it? What's happening? Halfway, three quarters of the way through. Okay, it's, it's fascinating journey because I again I got this download like. Here's the title, Handbook for a New Earth. And you got, and actually, what I got, I got this when I was living in England. What I got was like the sheer, I watch my ego here, but I got like the sheer act of writing this book is, is going to help create the new earth just in itself. Just the act of writing the book is going to help create the new earth because. It was quite extraordinary. So, so, so I come out here with this intention of writing a book about like, okay, so we all, most of us are like feeling incredibly beyond done with the patriarchy. And from my understanding, a lot of people right now are feeling very, very frustrated and like, whoa, how do we, you know, they're making it really hard for us. You know how, and well, long story short, a lot of people are feeling this very loud call for another way of living on this planet, and a lot of people are calling it the new Earth. And a lot of people, most of us, are feeling it like we're feeling like there's something else. Anyway, so this book is about well, how, you know, a lot, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are like, well, we want it, we feel it, but we don't know how to do it. So mm -hmm. I've got this download like okay write a book firstly go and explore how you personally can create the new earth for yourself and then write about it once you've made it once you've made it real for yourself um so what i've been doing out here is i've been exploring like portugal really is a place that's very feels like quite the new earth there's a lot of 
it's very easy. Like a lot of people are coming here and buying land very cheaply. There's masses of land available for sale. There's huge amounts of space here. There's all the Portuguese chasing the corporate dream there. They've all flocked to the cities. And then there's all the countryside is empty, empty, empty. All the all the farms are like ruined. So you've got all this land and all this beautiful land that's basically not being used and it's for sale. Anyway, so a lot of foreigners are coming to Portugal um, and they're, they're trying to create the new earth. They're trying to create life away from the matrix and they're doing it and so what i've been doing on this journey for the last six months is exploring that going to visit places visiting eco villages okay seeing okay what's working here what's not working how are they doing it are they growing their own food you know how how is it working with politics and people in the community what can i learn and what's happening on this journey is some again as i'm actively exploring firstly for myself how do i want to exist in this world i'm observing and witnessing and meeting others who are doing the same and what's happening is i'm getting these chapters just they just drop in every maybe once a week once every yeah about once a week i'm just getting this bing a chapter drops in and i'm like i get this little tingling in my crown chakra like okay here it is and i bosh down it comes onto paper this is how i wrote my first book simplify and i'm getting shivers a lot of the time when i'm writing it because it literally feels like downloads um and which is really exciting yeah it's exciting isn't it and you're you're gonna you're gonna gonna, uh, take that to um to watkins again take that to watkins when it's finished and again, in divine timing, it will it'll come out in the, in the right timing. And once I've got it really focused, really sharp, I've got, I spent a lot of time, you know, getting the first book really focused, really sharp, really like, okay, this is, this is, this is, a, this is it. I've got it now. Bang on. This is what the people need. And, and it's the same as my album, you know, like I'm, I only, Put it out there when I want until until I'm like okay, it's done. This is the this is the vibration. This is the frequency. It's ready. This is what the people need. And bosh, only then does it go out. So so Bob, to wrap things up, um, and obviously I will put all your links in the show description so that people can find where your where Simplify is, where your book is. They can find your music. Um, but can you just tell us, you know, on air where people can find you online? How how can people contact you? Point of call is Instagram, right? And I, I like like meaningful, interesting content on it. So that's uh, Bob Hillary Music is my Instagram. Feel free to go and follow me there, and you'll I post maybe once or twice a week, really like engaging content about trying to like spread positivity about the way things are and so feel free to follow me there that would be a good way to stay in touch and i, I you know I, I might follow you back so and you can ping each other messages and stay in touch um feel free to do that um the other thing is so i have my website which is bobhillary.com which has um it's re- again it's got this really nice beautiful message to the website of like back to the earth nature simplification consciousness positivity go check it out it's a beautiful website someone made it for me recently i'm really proud of it it's got all my um, music videos i've made a lot of really exquisite music videos over the last 10 years and my albums are there too and my book simplified book is there also there on the home page if you want to go and check that out um that i think it costs like five quid or something nothing um and then the other thing i'm really excited about is is I spent the last four years making an album, which is called Sacred, and I just literally just finished it. Sheena just bought it this morning. Thank you, Sheena. I did, yeah. No, I think it's great. <laughs> I love the cover. Where did you get the cover from? The, the lion, the white lion. Yeah, well, the white lions. Um, I saw this image. I saw this. I've been working with the white lions uh, the last mm, eight years. They're extraordinary beings, and 
I just saw this image somewhere, and I was, and I just again, I, I'm quite like a bit of a like a downloady type person. You probably picked that up by now. I think so. Yes. <laughs> I just get, I get downloads, right? and I just got this download. There's just, there's that's the album cover, and I then I spent ages trying to locate the artist. It took ages to find track her down, and she lives in Canada. She's French. She lives in Canada, and I emailed her thinking she might say no, and she straight away said, "Yeah, but it's going to cost you this much." Like I was like, "Oh my god, what? That's loads!" So I had to pay her quite a lot to, to use the image, and then we we altered it and fixed it and added the word "sacred" and "Hey Presto." There's the album cover, and I'm incredibly proud of this album. Oh my god, it's just. I don't know, man. It's um, I really, really want to see it going out there more because if, when I listen to it, I get total goosebumps. It's got, it's got this incredible sound. It's really well produced in this beautiful studio, one of the best studios in England. It's got like a, these gospel singers, gospel choir. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. They're amazing. They, it's just wow. It's just a huge, positive, soulful sound and. And um, I just want people to be hearing it because it yeah, feels to I'm me. I'm sure they will be hearing it more. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about well, gigs? Yeah. Have you got any gigs coming up at all? Are you going to be performing um, anywhere? I have a UK, yeah, I have a tour, uh, which is supposed to be starting in two weeks' time through the summer. And at the moment, um, I've been disqualified from driving by the UK government. And I also can't walk. Oh, God. <laughs> because the whole of my leg. Yeah, so... I'm actually making doing this interview whilst lying down in my camper van, unable to walk. So I'm quite curious to see what's coming next. Um, I really don't know what um, life is about to do, but my current plans are I've got loads of festivals and dates booked in the UK through the summer. And I'm hoping I'm going to heal and I'm hoping I'm going to find some kind of way of driving even if I have to hire a flipping driver to drive me to gigs. Okay. But anyway, it's been great chatting to you, Bob. And, and thank you for your lovely music, your wonderful book. And um, I'll certainly be keeping in touch with you. I want a copy of The New Earth. Thank you. When it comes in. Um, sometime this year, perhaps, maybe, if you finish it. I think it will be, I think my feeling is it will be early next year. Okay. Yeah, these things can take time and I also want it if I'm going to be as bold to put out a book with the title of Creating the New Earth <laughs> or Handbook the New Earth I want it to Why not? be really Why not? bang on you know the only other New Earth title that I can think of and I think I've got it on my bookshelf is um, by Eckhart Tolle yeah A New Earth so yeah. you might have to yeah, change yeah. the title a bit <laughs> <laughs> or you know yeah. bung a few other words around it so that um but it's not actually it's not a bad thing to have have the you know that might be a a, a marketable sign might it it might be a, a thing to do to um it might increase your sales <laughs> you don't know but yeah. um anyway bob thanks for joining us and um yeah let us know if you come back to the uk i'll certainly be keeping in touch with you and um you know, maybe get to one of your gigs. That'd be cool. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I'll put my gigs up on my website and then um, fingers crossed I'll get back. 62. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for spending time with us, Bob, and take care of yourself. Yeah, lots of love. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Well, there we go. That was uh, Sheena talking to Bob Hillary. Um, really interesting, I thought. Um, especially being from a musical sort of background myself, I'm not I'm not an author yet. Um, obviously, <laughs> Sheena being the author, aren't you? Uh, you're the writer of the two of us, really. Um, but from a musical point of view, it's it's really interesting because, like, when I you know when I first started playing guitar, that's all I wanted to do just play music, be in a band, and sort of tour and travel <laughs> and whatever um and it was really interesting listening to bob sort of early on sort of in his career of music um you know 
being signed up really and sort of traveling around but also sort of the pitfalls of it as well you know you're in each other's pockets for days and days and weeks and like years I think it was seven years sort of in the band sort of touring and 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 having to come up with the goods to record to write new stuff all the time because if you are signed up you're signed up to a career which means you know not only sort of traveling out and playing but creating more music you know Mm. um he's stepped away from that now and his creative juices are still sort of flowing so he's still writing songs and recording and writing books yeah and very much connected to his spiritual nature isn't it because he's you know as he said he, he had this sort of spiritual awakening and i think when anyone becomes more aware of their own spiritual nature um whatever creative expression you're used to working with and with Bob it's music yeah, yeah. Um, and he's writing yeah. then that filters through into that doesn't it that's Comes correct out yeah. in that. and yeah. his music has become um, I would imagine it's become more spiritual mm. and more mm. you know um, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and the fact is that he's on this path now and he's meeting people um you know, out out in Portugal where he is, and he's uh, d- like they're they're doing the healing, and yeah, y- you you know, it's a it's a real sort of journey for him. Yeah, and, it's very you much know, a big healing I, I, I just wish him all the best of luck, and I just hope yeah. everything you know, especially with his music, if he comes over here, I'd like to go and uh, bop wouldn't in the front. That, yeah, wouldn't that be wonderful? It we will could, be great. Yeah, go and see him perform, and uh, yeah, hook up with him. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, so so do it do. You know, go on to the links on the in the show description, and there, there's there'll be Bob's book and his his links to his music. Do check him out, everybody. Hook up with him on Instagram, and because he'd love that, he'd love more more people. Yeah, an interaction. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, all musicians we love an audience, don't we? We love oh, we love to engage with an audience, <laughs> and that interaction is what we thrive on. Yeah, really. So, um, yeah, do do look him up and 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 hook up with Bob. So um, that's about it for this this episode, eh? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, all the information in the show notes. Yes, yes. If anybody wants to contact us, then you can email me at sheenacundy at gmail.com. Any sort of suggestions for future episodes, any questions on past ones, um, anything you like, really, ask away. (laughs) Uh, You can catch up on sheenacundy.com. That's my website for my books and everything else. And the music, Ian? Is uh, morrigansapath.bandcamp.com on Bandcamp. But we are also on, what is it? There? You can stream us. If you go on to morganspath.herenow.com, then that will take you onto all the streaming platforms. Here now. So I, I nearly take... said hello fresh. <laughs> I don't know. I've been watching an advert, I think, from somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> morganspath.herefresh. No, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> oh, it's got in oh my head. It's God, got in my head yeah. now. I'll have to stop watching TV. <laughs> The digital age is upon us. No, the digital age is within us. Within it's in us, our heads. I know. We're yeah. brainwashed. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. It's been lovely spending time and space with you. Until next time, take good care of yourself. We're sending lots of magic your way. And we look forward to speaking to you again very, very soon. soon. Bye bye now. <laughs> what on earth that you're stewing Don't stray far from the hearth place Not while you are brewing A little bit of this And a little bit of that Is what you want Now throw into the middle And it will work out somehow Mix it up together Stir the madness round and round Lady Crowley And her bones.